I'm Alan. I'm, I'm Jake. Jinx. <laughs> I don't know the order. Pink I don't know. Who cares? We said it. We're Hi. both here. Everybody's here. Hey. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Hey, what's up? You know, you know the most fun thing about doing the little bit of research for this these recordings today uh, was, was hearing us opine at the end of last year's superhero uh-huh. Our uh, last year's Pulp Hero episode about, boy, 2021 can't be, be better. <laughs> I, I saw a thing that was like, hey, nobody fucking say anything about don't 2022. Say don't nobody say Nobody claim that it's your year. Nope. Just don't. Just don't. Nope. So we are here instead to talk about the League of Friends who do justice together with friendship oh, and love, a.k.a. the Conclave. <laughs> Thank you. That is such a long name to be wrong for the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going <laughs> to... We got... I we think got... too many Fs in there. <laughs> we, got, we got the joke bad name on the one of these ongoings that technically has no obvious endpoint. Ugh. Yep, the uh, one that could go on welcome. for the, till the heat death of the universe, and that's the one we gave the welcome. joke name to. I'm gonna, absolutely welcome. I'm gonna make a tiny confession, uh, and that you is like that it, don't you? What you like it, don't you? Oh God, no! <laughs> Jake likes League of Friends who do justice together with friendship and love, doesn't he? I explicitly <laughs> do not. Uh, I no. What so what what happened was that I listened to these episodes, um. Enough weeks ago that I don't know how many weeks ago it was. I think it was after, I think it was earlier mid-December. I don't remember. Um, so I am relatively fresh, but I'm glad y'all have both listened. It sounds like you both listened to the episodes much sooner than, uh, than that. I did. Over the past couple of days, um, I re-listened to Superheroes, and then I unfortunately started running out of time, and so I one and a half sped the last 15 minutes of um, Pulp Hero. So that one is super fresh on my mind as I was scarfing down my uh, Pokeball. Yeah, um, I, I listened to those to uh, last night and today while uh, playing Fallout 4, which I feel nice. like fits the spirit because that's a pretty pulpy game. It's true. Um, it very much is. Um, so I have, I, I had uh, mentioned to everyone prior to recording, dear listener, um, that I have a very, very, very stupid idea for Wave 4 of Conclave, and that is the new 52. <laughs> but hear me out. Okay. I, yeah, this better hear be me good, out. bud. This is way out. too early for a reboot already. Hear me out. But we already did. The Crucible served as a reboot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the last thing we did since the Crucible was a big, you know, planetary event we did an event with yeah the aliens and all of that from pluto and all them now that we're back into individual books what i mean by new 52 is each character gets a new number one and that number one is eerily similar to the last number one that they had <laughs> but it has weird little twerk or like tweaks and things that are slightly wrong but in the middle of the book the hero goes 
wait a minute, I've done this before. Why is this familiar? What is happening? And it's because the universe rewrote itself to have Yankee Dandy be good, Yankee Eagle be good. So it's repeating plot beats, which is going to help our heroes kind of pick away at the wallpaper to figure out something is wrong. I like the idea. I... I have I have concern. I have one kind of uh I don't know if mine is a concern so much as it is a caltrop. Um we did the solo books after the Yeah, crucible that, that's event. what I was the solo books came after the crucible. The first set of solo books that we did was after the crucible. So and I don't we didn't reset the world again, did we? We talked about like way down like 50 episodes down the line like that Yankee Eagle Maybe. would try to sucker Nature Boy and Nature Boy or somebody, yeah. Well, and but we haven't and gotten guess, there. I guess the reason why I bring it up is at the end of the the arc of the alien invaders, whose name completely escapes. There's, my brain it's something's some from Pluto. I don't remember. It's Galaxy exactly. Q Seven Invaders. Galaxy, Galaxy Q Seven Invaders. Um, we said that Nature Boy and so that Moon Girl and Zero were going to meet up with Nature Boy to basically have coffee to go, we know something's wrong. Something's like up, we, yeah. We know that something's wrong. Maybe it's not a direct, everybody does their first book again, but I like the idea of when when the books resume, the heroes feel it's too familiar, that things are not, but they've done it before. It's just an entire sense of deja vu. Okay. 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 I I have an idea. I think that can, I think that can work. I think we can make that work, and that can yes. kind of set up the next wave of superhero. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. What's your idea, Matt? My idea is we give zero a book. Mm. And okay. so and so all of these uh, like flashbacks, but it's slightly wrong, are him interviewing all of our solo book people up to this point. A deja vu fifty two, if you will. A day a fifty no. deja two. <laughs> a fifty deja two. It's it's even worse because he typed it out, Jake, and it's Oh you did? Where'd you type it out? Mm, the bottom? Yeah. Deja V U dash five two. Yeah. Look, I don't think that's bad. I enjoy that. I also am the new I am the new fifty two enjoyer logging on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't think it was perfect. No, I, I love the idea. I love the idea of of zero kicking off the books after the big event. Yeah, interviewing folks, and he maybe he has the account that the reader knows. But the person he interviews says, no, it didn't happen like that. It happened like this. And they're just very minor differences. What if, and we'll have to figure these out in a second. Okay, so let's, before I get too far ahead of myself, Mm -hmm. everybody gets his book. Everyone that had a book keeps their book. And we add Mm -hmm. one or two more. Is that what we're doing? I'm assuming that we did not actually tie up everything. In the first, no, I don't think so. No, the first one was it wasn't. We didn't even really make a lot of plots. It was just like starting and ongoing. They were just setting up Mm -hmm. and ongoing. Um, So let uh, as we'll 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 figure that in a second. Um, Zero's getting a book. Are we giving Undersea their book? I don't know if we gave them that in the the we gave them theirs. They became the uh, the exiles, um, Mm -hmm. basically. 
is what their book was. Okay, gotcha. Um, I, I say we give Zero a book and we give Spyro the Space Spy a book because Spyro's right. like okay, journeying yeah, well, to go get be... the Q7 well, invaders home. Yeah, or that can be home. that can be our journey into mystery, right? That can be our yeah the weird shit, weird yeah. Walter Simonson. Let's explore the universe. It's oh, not was, normal. Yeah, I was thinking almost like a Kirby New Gods kind of yeah kind of yeah thing for there. sure. Also, like he's like he's the space spy and doing like. James Bondy spy stuff, but in a pulp but in space, like, but in space, space. here that would be really cool. Throw, um, seeing throw horses Dalton's... with seeing horses with astronaut helmets is great. Well, they would no. <laughs> that's that's in one of those really bad Doctor Strange dimensions that messes we, with your brain. Can we? We no, need to up? get someone to draw a horse in a space helmet and make merch, just at least make yes, a shirt, right? Yeah. We need to do uh, yeah. that. Okay. The person who did our our new banner and everything actually put a horse with a space helmet on me. Okay, so we just need so to get her to. We just need to get her to do it. I think yeah. it's on me. It's on one of. It's on it's me on, or Alan. It's on one of us. Because my I had, a, I had a Medusa tank top. I think anyway. So we should do that. Everyone, listeners, uh, uh, stay tuned. Merch time. Um. So here here's what I'm thinking. If we're gonna do merch though. We need to this year we have to be consistent. Yeah, we need to get consistent. <laughs> gotta, this is this is the year. Though to be fair to us, um it, it was twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. They they <laughs> went back out well Alan's twenty twenty started three months early and it uh-huh. didn't stop. So like and it it, has there's not there's reasons for it, but I feel like things are starting to uh if not quiet down, level out. <laughs> back to <laughs> so, the rules and hit the ground running? Yeah, some sort of smash mouth about it. Um so yeah. I I feel like I have forgotten my my point. What I was trying to. Um, say. We were talking about um, how um, who, who gets Spyro. Spyro. Spyro James Bond in space. James Bond in space. Yeah, that. Oh, that, that I'm, I'm be, picturing like Dalton's cool. Bond in a Kirby ass like yeah, setting. Like and that's perfect. Like what if Dalton's Bond was also um like Flash Gordon? You know, yeah. like that kind of that kind of yeah. Flash Gordon, I think, is very much the vibe. Like James Bond, Flash Gordon. Timothy Dalton was even in Flash Gordon. <laughs> he, was, he was one of. The, I don't know. He wasn't a bad guy. He was one of the miscellaneous heads of the. They had a lot of weird, like, different alien groups there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so so everyone's getting the thing. Uh, getting the thing. We got the. We got Spyro. There's also one new character that we that we were told about. Um, cause on the, on the discord, I said, Hey, we're recording later. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me grab you all the link real fast. I pulled it's, it up. It's already it's, in here. It's it in is, the notes too. It is. I added uh, her to the list at the top. Yeah. Tomboy. So, it's tomboy. I have not looked at this until now. Cause I was, I, I saw it and immediately was like, yes, I am here for this. She's very good. I, uh, I think, I think she's very good. Minus the part that the book explicitly has her brother have a crush on her. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. So, uh, that line, unbeknownst to her police detective father, Lieutenant Charles Jackson, and her brother Bill Jackson, Janie was secretly the crime-fighting tomboy. Since Bill had a crush on tomboy, that was probably for the best. Yeah, dog. Okay, so Janie Jackson was a demure feminine schoolgirl. Parentheses, a perfect '50s girl, really. I don't know if that's editorializing. That I don't know if that's editorializing by whoever wrote this, or if that is like in the official publisher's thing back when they did it. I don't care for it either way. Boy, you could flip a coin um, on that one, or at least that was the act you put on. 
in public. Unbeknownst to her police detective father, Lieutenant Charles Jackson, and her brother, Bill Jackson, she was secretly crime friend of. She had no powers, but she was a skilled fighter, uh, and she fought a villain known as the Claw. Yeah, he's not that interesting. Is it just a... He's just a gangster. He's a gangster. Well, okay. The other problem I have is in the notes, Tomboy is possibly the first female kid superhero. Parentheses. Or to specify even more, (laughs) heroine in parentheses, who wasn't someone's sidekick. The really bad joke is, no, I don't think she's a drug. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) y'all. Hero is a gender neutral word. <laughs> we don't. We don't who, whoever has started editing public domain superheroes, lay off. Yeah. We're fine. Ch- we're doing hey, great. Chill out. <laughs> we're all trying to have fun here. Whoever's making public domain superheroes.fandom.com slash wiki so, slash tomboy specifically. She was in four episodes, four issues, but they only really talk about like one adventure. So, um, well, for there's her, a lot we could do with her. Yeah. I think especially the like the um the dichotomy of it. I feel like Tomboy is such a like a weird my aunt's cat's trying to get back in. She's she's gonna scratch at the door. She had her chance. <laughs> um yeah. I think I feel like it's such a like I don't know how to I don't know how to say it. It's it's like not impressive, right? Like Tomboy right. is not like a superhero name, but it's it is just like evocative like you you fully get what's going on you know exactly what that is yeah and i and i feel like i like that i go ahead matt i think i know what we do with her okay okay so i think she is like i think she grows up in dusk harbor like grows up that's moon girls that's moon girls Um, town yeah grows up seeing moon girl be all badass and everything Gets training because police dad and, you know, you're going to learn stuff. We can change her up a little bit there to, like, martial arts stuff and things like that from growing up with a police dad and a weird brother. I I have an idea for how she acquires her, like, power set, or which is just skills, okay. but I'll, I'll I'll put a pin in it for while, while you continue. So I think she ends up being the person that uh, goes through and becomes like our leader of our teen titans because i think i think she does it one of those like i am directly stealing from the hawkeye show uh which was very good (laughs) had no business being as good as it was it should have been stupid and it was great Um, so i haven't finished it yet but uh one of my favorite things was at the end when they introduced echo and it like I obviously they don't say who it is, but it like showed her putting her hand on a thing, and I just turned to my friend who I was watching it with and went, and went Echo, Echo, <laughs> yeah, Echo. Did not expect Echo. Echo. Very excited. I don't know why I didn't because like in the she con- was very spoil- spoilers in the con- well, I didn't I didn't catch anything because I was like, oh, it's Jeremy Renner and they're just aping the Fraction Aja run and like yeah, they, that's hundred percent like, did that. Did. Like they should at the very least it should say based on the when it says based on the Marvel comics under that it should say by Fraction Aha and Annie Wu. Um, I think he got real credited though. Like I think he was in all the credits uh-huh, for didn't. it in the in the back end though. I feel like right up front it should tell oh, you like yeah. who ma- who basically made the, like the tracksuit Dracula's pizza dog. Like that's all from that run. So. And there was there was a, some controversy with them not crediting Aha as much as they 
should yeah, have. the entire visual look of the show is directly was from his stuff. Yeah, from him. Um, and that's he why had nothing to do with it. That's why I went into it like I'm not going to enjoy this. And also, Jeremy Renner has like no charisma. But then he was like a sad dad the whole time, and I was like, Oh, I'm into he this. Went to a LARP, and I was like, Oh my god, why the why why? Do you I thought that was like hilarious because it was like it was oh amazing. He, I was like, He doesn't want to be here. Oh, but he's kind of into it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, anyway, so. So you, we're, I'm going to you're stealing from the from that, yes. <laughs> uh, this is from like episode one, so I'm not spoiling anything. If you haven't seen the show yet, this should just entice you. Uh, so Kate Bishop played to perfection. Haley Steinfeld, the girl. Haley Steinfeld. Uh, God, she was good. She sneaks into like a black market auction, steals mm-hmm. Ronan's suit, and then beats the shit out of the tracksuit mafia, mm-hmm. which is inadvertently the inciting incident, but who cares? Um, what I'm picturing here is, like, Janie is out at some event, and Moon Girl can't get into costume for whatever reason. Like, she's there real close to her girlfriend. She can't slip away. Was Janie Moon Girl a just reporter, like, or was she a detective? She's a reporter. I think she might have been a PI, but her P- girlfriend think, was a yeah. reporter. Her, okay, her girlfriend yes. was the reporter. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, they're right next to each other, so Moon Girl can't slip away. And this, like, kid just, like, grabs Moon Girl's scarf, whips it around her face, and then just, like, starts beating the shit out of some random thugs that are breaking in. And so Moon Girl's just like, huh. Hold on. All right, uh, then. I, I my- would... I, I would go a different way. With I, w- I would go a different way. Go, go ahead, Alan. My qualm is I want to hang on as poorly worded as it was. I want to hang on to the fact that she is not a sidekick because yes. I feel like no, yeah. It, as much as I love Kate Bishop Hawkeye, the way they at least granted I didn't finish the series, so I, it, I I'm coming. I, at I, it from I see. Like what, I see what you're about episodes. to say though. Yeah, it's almost as though she is a protege slash sidekick to Renner Hawkeye. Well, to be fair, she is in both the comics and that at at the start. So, like... I see, or I was thinking more America Chavez. Yeah, no, the the point I was trying to make is that she impresses Moon Girl, and Moon Girl goes, oh. I I, see, my my problem with that, and I think we can still save it, but I don't want to, to, like, introduce her this way, because if we do, she's going to feel like a sidekick right away. You know what I mean? Or switch it doesn't take the scarf she like that that exact event happens but she doesn't dress up as moon girl she just like has some like she literally puts a sheet over herself or something and just kicks a bunch of ass and 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 nobody knows it's not connected to the moon girl but moon girl's like hmm see i would do this exactly the opposite way that y'all are doing it okay I would introduce her as tomboy first, okay? okay, and and have her be like a a rough and tumble, not very ladylike, uh, so, someone that would drive whoever wrote the super public superhero <laughs> wiki entry just crazy. She um, wears slacks. She's got <gasps> pants on. She yeah. She has fallen from the light of God. <laughs> she has short hair. She's got. She's got short hair, and uh, but it's got to be kind of long-ish so you so she can like do stuff with it. So oh, yeah, of course. So like it's slick as tomboy, it'd be like slicked back, right? And it would sure, look yeah. it would look very cool. And I feel like we should introduce her 
maybe in somebody else's book, but like, I feel like it would have to be like somebody. I don't, I don't, I don't know who it would be. Let me just let me just say what I'm thinking first, right? Yeah. yeah. So we introduce her, and then we we have her do a, a couple things in somebody else's book first, and then we give her her own book. But in the other person's book, it, and it would be like, I mean, looking at our roster, like. I, I would say the flame or nature boy shows up in America for some reason. I'm thinking nature boy. Right. So, and cause nature boy is, uh, this very nice catch all. <laughs> you, yeah. you can do kind of anything. Um, so he knows, he knows tomboy. He knows her as tomboy who like, will like just beat the shit out of you and like we'll stomp on your nuts till you die. Foods. And like, well, yeah. yeah. And they need to like, as part of like whatever they're looking into, cause something that he's looking into, cause he is the one who looks into the, like, the things that slip through the cracks, not necessarily the cracks themselves, because mm-hmm. that's undersea, right? That's how we right. decided. Okay. So he's looking for, like, something, and he gets her help, and there's fighting, and he's like, oh, we got it, like... And he's, like, some kid. He's, like, some college boy who is, like, not going to sneak in anywhere. I feel like I, I feel like right now I want to give him the trade of he's not good at lying. He's not good at subterfuge oh, or anything no. like that. I, I, I like that. Like, he has he's he has a cream all puff. of this... Well, yeah, he has he has all of these boons from the Roman gods, but lying is not a boon. It's not because he's nature boy. It's not a and it's good not, thing. Yeah, <laughs> and also like it's not an element because all of his powers are mostly elements and Elemental. like you know he's he's nature boy and like it's just like it's in his human nature just to just to tell the truth just to like be gen. So like, he's not good at sneaking into places. He's not good at like lying to people or pretending to be someone else. Mm-hmm. So they're like, how are we going to get into this very high class? like fancy ball to like get to like that guy who's not from this world and if he meets with this other guy bad things will go wrong and then she just like ducks behind a phone bo- or just starts stripping right there um and and he's like oh god and then <laughs> turns around and then she like stands up and she's in like a nice dress and her hair is done different and she's like gorgeous and she like just puts high heels on I was like all right give me 10 minutes i'll be right back and he's like what the fuck did i just see like that's not tomboy. I feel like that would be the best way to introduce her as like, oh, also she like this is another thing she's good at. Um, I love that. I have a question. Yes. Yes. Possibly stupid. Which well, you know, we've got a bar. That's what the show is. <laughs> what if in the first time tomboy is mentioned is in an interview that Zero's doing? Okay. And the person responds like zero's going over whatever the situation was and the person responds yeah but tomboy was there why aren't you talking about tomboy tomboy to to explain their absence in the previous stuff because they are an incredible character that i kind of want to weave into the fabric of everything they actually (laughs) were created by the crucible and have been a part of this history that the Crucible has created, they've been there since the beginning. So there is no, Uh, like, super introduction stuff. There's none uh, of that. They just exist. And it's another thing to be like, but wait a minute, where'd this person come from? Yeah, I I don't want to, I don't want to Clara Oswald her. I want to, I want to do that with somebody. I don't know what that means, what you just said. Oh God, no, I just, (laughs) oh no. I, I would it like was to do a Doctor that Who character who the became impossible girl. stupidly oh, sorry, I important. What were you talking yeah. about? Don't worry. Is that about Jenna it. Coleman? Yes. Yes, it's Jenna Coleman. She's very she pretty. She was called the Impossible Girl. <laughs> she got she was, woven into her I, whole history. It was stupid. Okay. Was I, 
I I've been threatening to do a Doctor Who not just rewatch but actually keep watching it because I dipped off hard at the end of Matt Smith's run because it got. Uh, th- got three, all Jenna Coleman about it. Yeah. Three deep in the window mm-hmm. up its own ass. Um, yep. But it was not her fault. She is a very good actress. No, she I mean she was. I, the very little I saw, she was very good. I just like. I blame I, Stephen Moffat. The whole yeah, this Moffat ran the show on the ground. So, um, which sucks because I really like the first like two series of Matt Me Smith's too. run. Um, mm-hmm. I, so you know, bummer. Anyway, Anywho. so. So uh, I would like to do that. I would like to do it with her. somebody though, but I don't want to do it with Tomboy because I want Tomboy to be like the like the this new wave, like the hot new yeah. character, you know. Mm. Um, but I do like that idea of them mentioning it. What I think it should be is because um, we said that Zero and Moon Girl sit down with Nature, Nature Boy, Boy, and that should be in Zero's book, right. And Nature Boy's like, yeah, and because like Nature Boy knows, but he's like being cagey about it, and he's so he's like, so what if yeah, it's reversed? I don't, then I don't want to so tell Zero's, you. <laughs> Zero's not giving the interview. Nature Boy is, but it's not an interview. It's it, it's literally a cup of coffee. They go to a cafe in in Italy. They are sitting outside. It's well, Nature beautiful. Boy's not just in it. He's not like based in Italy. He just he went well, to no, Italy just, to get the powers. I. I it's that kind of imagery in my head of like right. a fresco cafe just out in it's beautiful it's you know all of this and they're just having this open conversation but the reader we are in nature boys pov so when zero and moon girl talk and they're like yeah this happened and this happened nature boys like but that's not what happened like that's different than what actually happened here's what actually happened I feel like we can do and that. I just don't want that's a problem. I just don't want Tomboy to be caught up in that. I like well, we can do that with someone, we can but scrap that. Well, I like the idea because I like I I like that being because we have to kick it off in Zero's book, right? Because that's mm-hmm. the that's yeah. the thing that kicks it off. So so I have the answer for both of these ideas. Kindly direct your attention to the top of the page where there's a character named Super American. Oh gosh, that sounds it's very bad, and the idea is a little stupid. The name is bad, so. Super American has Spelled not existed in any of our previous conversations. So, uh, in 1941, scientist Alan Bruce developed the Chronopticon, a it's machine that in. allowed him to view the future and communicate across time. He reached the year 2350, a time when everyone has superpowers. Blah, 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 Chronopticon blah. is a better superhero name than the Super American. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I think the Super American is entirely fabricated. Because if y'all remember, Yankee Atlas the Traveler vanished. Mm, uh-huh. What if he was remade into this dude? Into the Chronopticon. Who has all of his same kind of powers. Mm, I like that. I like that so, a lot. Like, yeah, this Yankee gets Eagle really is really weirdly like, jingoistic in like one more sentence. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I stopped reading very specifically. Um, so like, what if Yankee Eagle is just like, oh, and also with my wish... Fuck this guy especially because he will mess up all of my plans. See, I really love that. And and I don't know if you did this on purpose, but it, it, have, have either of I'm y'all been reading the new X-Men stories? No. Nope. No. They're not good. Not well, they're okay. Um they they're turning the X-Men into a cult. I have issues with it. Whatever. One of the big things that they did was Moira McTaggart was revealed to not only be a mutant, 
but she basically has like a bunch of reincarnations. She yeah, she um, has her like her life cycle lives, loops. The lives think, of X. I think that rules actually. <laughs> no no no, that's not the stupid part. I like that. A lot of the stuff with Krakoa gets weird, but one of her big things during this portion of her timeline is death because they learn to resurrect people and like they they're yeah. able to resurrect mutants using she is gold balls. Using gold balls to make <laughs> eggs. Because they're eggs, they're not balls, balls they're eggs. eggs. What a weird thing. X-Men's so always weird. been stupid. I, I fucking love X-Men. Anyway, <laughs> she no, tells you. Charles and Magneto, you can never allow for Destiny to be reborn. Because if Destiny is reborn, if a precog comes in, everything is fucked. Because does, she'll see the future and she'll know. I like does, the does idea. Does nobody else have the power to see the future in the Marvel no, universe? It's only Destiny. Well, X Men. Oh, it's okay, only all right, okay, okay. Um, which pisses off Mystique because they are leaning hard into the fact that they were lovers, and it's yeah. just—it's oh god, it's so good. Um, but anyways, I love that. I love the idea that Yankee Eagle, during all of the Crucible stuff, is like, who is the one person that can fuck me over the most? They're gone. Yeah, I don't, get, yeah they are part they of are this removed, reset. Yeah. They are removed from this reality. But what they didn't realize is you can't just, you know, matter can neither be created nor destroyed. Mm-hmm. It has to be changed. So I love the idea that it, it changed him into this chronopticon or whatever we decide to call him. I would him. like to call him chronopticon because I think that is a very satisfying word. Yeah, Me that's too. much better like than super American. The super American. Um, Though... It would be funny if there was also a super American who was like Yankee Eagle Light, who is like that's what I was thinking. You is know, that super American was like a an alternate well, Yankee well, Eagle. Is it the the fake cap the new Captain America from Falcon and the Winter Soldier? <laughs> like our you our... mean the reason why I can't watch that right now? <laughs> yeah, probably. I just didn't watch it because it didn't look interesting to me. I'm sorry. It should have been a I, movie. It was I, fine. <laughs> I don't want to go back to number one. I don't want to go back to dark and gritty marble. Number two, I don't want to watch people get beaten to death with Captain America's shield. Well, that is not that. something that I can mentally handle right now. Cool. Um, don't watch that. Anywho, but dark, so, like a dark version of him. Yeah. I love the idea that he said, Atlas, no, you're gone. But the universe, the crucible said, I can't do that. I can't just I get can rid of. Do, yeah is I can rewrite him and change him. But in doing so, like it's still Atlas. Atlas. There's still like, Atlas, Atlas doesn't in there. Yeah. Have the memories and, and Atlas exists because at one point you had talked about them finding Atlas's apartment, which I loved, but that could be where they could leave a hint of they're not Atlas anymore. It, right. it could be the first hint of Chronopticon. Is this is this like Atlas Chronopticon? This is Zero's story, right? This is the story we follow in Zero's book. I, yeah, I, I think so. Because yeah. I feel like this would it, be like good detective stuff. Yeah, it's Zero. It starts Zero Moon Girl Nature Boy, but after but it's, that but conversation, it's, it's in the Zero colon Ghost Detective books. Yes. Correct. Yeah. After that conversation, I think I think that Moon Girl and Nature Boy still play a big role. I think there's a lot of interweaving between those three yeah. books. Yeah. But Zero specifically is focused on the Chronopticon mystery. 
So here, here's here's my pitch. I, yeah, I like that a lot. So I think the first scene of Zero, and we should move on because we're at 30 minutes, and I feel yeah. like we should talk about the other characters a little bit. But yes, I'm stuck on Tomboy, so give me a minute. So I think I think the first the first Zero book, it should just be them talking, and Nature Boy's like he's trying to help, but he's also like I don't know if I should give away the ghost to the ghost detective, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know. Hey. And so so he's being actively cagey, but he's like telling them he's like I'm being cagey, like. Like, I can't tell I like you that. everything, but, like... Because that so, makes a lot of sense with his character. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to lie to you, but I also can't tell you the truth. So, like, as long as... We can talk as long as you can be okay with that. And then he says, like, I have this thing I have to work on anyway, so I can't help you with this Chronopticon mystery or whatever the hell. And then he's like, I just need someone to... I just need, like, some backup, but everybody's busy. And then Zero can go, like, oh, what about Tomboy? Um, You, you know, Tomboy's in town. You can You can get her to help you. And mm-hmm. so then that's how we set up Tomboy. So we just like introduce Tomboy. It's just like a there is another superhero. There, there they are, right? Okay. So Tomboy doesn't get their own book yet. Yes. Right. They, yeah. This this ver- this portion of solo books is all introducing. Okay. This is yeah. Love so it. so this is still in like the very first scene of Zero's book, right? So then they split off. He goes off to investigate. Um, Moon Girl goes to her book. Nature Boy goes to his book. That's where we introduce Tomboy um, as like just a a real shit kicker. Um, I really, I like the dynamic much more between Tomboy and Nature Boy, um, which, although that that is kind of weird with the names both having boy in them, although yeah, that's it's also like, kind well, of interesting, I like. Yeah, like how Superman and Batman and Hawkman hang out and Martian Manhunter. Well, no, 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 no. What I meant is I like the interplay of Nature Boy and Tomboy. Tomboy right. being... Something that it is, it is not a boy. It is, it is different, but like, yeah. it's similar. I like this is this is boy squad. Welcome to boy squad. Boy squad. <laughs> um, so I really like I'm that. I really that, actually just a really dirty rowdy boy. <laughs> and and the thing is, I think the rest of the books are weirdly. I think the rest of the books are largely unaffected by this until the end of the zero run. The end of the zero run is where basically Zero finds Chronopticon. Chronopticon gets their memories back, um, kind of. Uh, maybe as Atlas, they left themselves information. But that's when all the rest of the books kind of get pulled in. So yeah. what I'm thinking, also to kind of avoid having to talk about each who, one of these books individually. Who is Futuro? Is what are you doing, Matt? That they continue their stories prior to the invasion arc. So so, so I, I think honestly, one, we need to talk about Liberty because we did not give her anything really last time. We need no, to talk about she her. is sort of was separated from it. So yeah. Just okay, just just real quick, Alan, I see what you're saying about how like they shouldn't is it are their books taking place before the Q7 invaders or is this directly after I feel like this should be directly, I think it's directly after. after okay so like their books so it would still be dollman number 7 yeah but it is after the events of the invasion but it goes back to doing whatever dollman was doing prior to right dollman just goes home cuz the Q7 is with, yeah okay exactly so there's not there's not a lot of big, th- I mean, there are small threads because we're still interweaving a bunch of, that shouldn't be like that. And why Why do I get the feeling that this is, why do I get the feeling that um, Chess Master is supposed to be a man? 
but Chessmaster is a woman. Like, why do I get the feeling right. that some of these things are wrong? We can we can still play with that in those books, and I think that might be fun. But I don't think they have as much overarching lore as Zero, Moon Girl, Nature Boy, and eventually Tomboy. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Tomboy's, like, doesn't, like, I feel like she's just getting, like, caught up in it because she's, like, I, oh, also, just real quick, the, the, the origin of her, like, powers slash abilities um, is Does her... she have powers? No, no, she doesn't. But she's just well, no, really no, no. good at kicking In ass. Our world. Oh, I, I still, do, I still don't think so. I don't. No. I think she can I, be. I kind of want her to be um, very subtly. Like she literally tells no one. It's not a thing that ever comes up. But she's like an Olympic medalist in like fencing or jujitsu or like she is an athlete but she never talks about it i feel like see i feel like i would i would want that to not be because like i i think it's better if her origin is just like i was i i like my parents like and and brother were like you're a girl you gotta do girl things and so instead i put on a mask and went and learned how to fight in fucking alleys and she just like got good at that that way i mean this in the best (laughs) possible way is she from new hampshire uh, she's probably from Boston, if anywhere. She's like a yeah. Southie, right? Well, I mean, she'd be from like Cambridge, but she would go to Southie to to right. scrap. She um, goes down to the docks, right? Yeah, like I mean, in this world, Dusk Harbor in my head is kind of Boston because it's, it's pretty like, much. Yeah, I think so, we settled like, on that last time. I like her being from Dusk Harbor. I just like she's from like the right side of town, and just like she got mad at her parents being like, "That's not a thing ladies do," and her being like, "Well, fuck this then. I'm gonna go yeah. cuss and I'm gonna spit and I'm a gonna kick dagger, someone's right? dick until they die." <laughs> like mm-hmm. a yeah. little bit dagger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also like that she. I kind of want her to be atypical in that, like, she is more, she is more interested in equity than she is anything else. Like justice and equity are the most important things to her. Yeah. I like that. She is chaotic good with a capital C. Yeah. Um, I, 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 the way I I like picture in my head is like, um, like have either of you watched any significant amount of Brooklyn nine, nine? No, no. Okay, so Rosa Diaz is like a really is. like hard ass cop, but like whenever she has to go undercover, she like really easily like switches into like like a girly mode and like you don't actually know anything about her for most of the series and like it's like there's like little things that are revealed like they go to her house and like all of her neighbors think she's someone different basically. Um but like to her it's just like it's just like a compartmentalization thing and she's like it's like it's not mm-hmm. like like I got to turn my personality off. She's like no, when I when I when I put this shirt on, it's called code I'm switching. Done. Yeah, she just code switches. Yeah, but like, but she's like also like secretly, you know, Rosa Diaz who owns has an axe on her at all times. Like, she also sells jewelry on Etsy. You know, like because she just you know she contains multitudes. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that tomboy has a lot to her. I, I want her to be extremely multifaceted. Yeah, and um, I don't I don't want it to be a thing where it's where she's like. Like this isn't the real me. Like like Janie yeah. Jackson isn't the real. It's she's like no, it's all the real me. Just sometimes I put on uh, boots with a flat sole, <laughs> so I can mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I like I I, I like that. I uh, and I maybe think... she even teaches Nature Boy a little bit more about 
accepting who they are holistically instead of that, just being that would be i am an really avatar good. of the gods it's yeah. like no but you're also a person but like, like you, you were have a... a lot to you yeah i like that a lot i'm okay. going to help you discover that Okay, right, let's, let's we have on. to pump the brakes on Tomboy. No more Tomboy talk. <laughs> this is a Tomboy season. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it why has been, I, we have spent that, 30 of our 40 minutes talking about Tomboy. Well, well, that's why I was saying that we really don't have to go over a lot of the other books because they're kind of continuing in the vein that they were in prior to the big event up until a dozen books maybe into Zero. Um, where things start coming to a head, reality starts peeling back, he actually meets Chronopticon, Chronopticon, okay, so let's actually, let's actually pause and talk about Chronopticon for a second. Sure, yeah. A, does Chronopticon know that they were Atlas? No. No. B, do we want at any point for Chronopticon to remember that, and if yes, what implications does that have on the world as a whole? I I feel like eventually. I feel like eventually, maybe, but but like I don't and I don't know if this is going to come out the right way. I don't think it matters. Kind of, yeah. Because because Atlas the Traveler is a a secret person, right? Like like no one no one like the, people know like the superheroes know, but like Atlas the Traveler is not a public superhero. Um, he's not a he doesn't have a secret identity as far as we know. He was literally like a a Nick a magic Nick Fury, right? Right. So if he's like, oh, I am Atlas a Traveler, that doesn't what, change what anything. That, that doesn't exactly. that doesn't change anything. But having him be like, oh, I, well, I'm Chronopticon, and like here is my life story, and then being like, that didn't happen. I feel like that's a lot more interesting, like coming from that side. And then maybe later, because there is also a thing about how Atlas was Sinbad's uh, lover at some mm-hmm. point, like in the past. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe there's like the ghost of Sinbad could come talk to him and we could just do something with that. I feel like that would be fine. Well, so, and also the spirit of the Necronomicon is like in his back pocket. He just has that. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that means. Uh, so yeah, that leads me to see at the end of the zero book, we need to kind of address the rules of reality. So the rules of reality that we have set up thus, thus far is that the crucible is pretty much perfect it yes. is an anti-paradox machine mm-hmm. it takes like it it removes all paradoxes and makes something that is complete and whole what happens when that is proven wrong is is this the lead in to a cosmic scale event of the crucible's reality that yankee eagle wished for starts right. to degrade well, does that make sense? Yeah, well, I feel like that's maybe the the next year's problem, right? Maybe, is like is like because that's what this is leading up to, right? That's is, what I'm asking. Yeah, is, is that where zero is going? I is, don't. By the end of that, we actually see reality start to shake. I don't know that zero gives a shit. Uh, like zero I, is I, after I, solving his mystery. Of, it's well, not a question of giving a shit. It's by his actions. Like, does it do anything? Oh, yeah. does that make the world change? I don't know that we deal with that anymore. I kind of think we put the Crucible and its interactions on a shelf. Because there's we have a built-in clock on it, remember? Like, we have right, a countdown right. happening. 
here's 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 what I think. Here's how I think we rectify this is that the the crucible the if I'm remembering correctly, the way we described it is that only the people who were near it are the ones that can start peeling away at what happens. Correct. Right. The closer you are, the more aware you are. I don't think that that means that they can do anything about it. It just means that they can know about it. Right. Okay, so reality is not it's set. in danger like it, yeah. of falling yeah. apart. It's yeah. a paradox free wish. Like, yeah, because it, it the, works perfect. Yeah, and the only thing that happens is like they will know that like like if they if they lead up to it, you know, or if, well, w- as we lead up to it, like the most they could know is what that things have changed, and not so that they can change it back. And then, you know, several events down the line, if we want to, you know, do Crucible Two, you know, if we need some money, we, yeah. <laughs> we you know, we want the sales right. to go back up, we do that. But like, I feel like, especially because like. From from a from a storytelling perspective, it would be like a lot. Um, I feel like less satisfying if they just went and now we can undo it, you know. But if it was like this is just how things are now, and and we are now burdened with the knowledge that this is not how things always were, because then that can also lead into like like Nature Boy, uh, like like we were saying. I'm, I'm loathe to talk about Tomboy again. We talked about her for too long, but like the whole thing with like her trying to get like helping. I, I just like her being Nature Boy's best friend. <laughs> I think that's just yeah, very that's funny. A good call. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, just like her being like, no, because like even the, like because if he tells her like this is what happened, like the world was different, and she's like, well, I don't know, I don't. That doesn't make sense to me because I was on this side the whole time, and he's like, it yeah, I know. Matter. And then he's and then she could be like, well, maybe you should just like accept that things are two ways now, you know, and like everything is part of the whole instead of like things are from before and after, like it's all one thing, mm-hmm. and like that can like help him, like you know get through this like oh i i was sort of burdened with knowing this longer than anybody else and like that kind of thing so then that leads to my final thing that we haven't talked about that i do think it would be very interesting to do okay i do have a question about futuro did you just put futuro on the list or was he there the whole time i don't remember when futuro showed up but they're there now okay we, that no, the top either. list the top list is just like ones just that people. we found okay. interesting gotcha because I clicked, may, or may I, not have been mentioned before. I didn't notice Futuro ever before, and I just clicked on him. And the, can I read you just real quick? Can I read you his little synopsis on Please. public superheroes? Futuro was a hero of unknown origin who operated in Europe during World War II. He was aided by the Futurians. No information on the Futurians is given. Um, D- great. <laughs> in, in his only appearance, he and the Futurians rescued Euro- European refugees, kidnapped Adolf Hitler. And took him to hell. <laughs> well, I'm a fan. Um, but but the Nazi dictator was able to strike a deal with Satan. You know how they are. Well, um, Futuro had no choice but to return him to the mortal realm and let him face mortal punishment instead, which, if you'll recall, was shooting himself in a bunker. <laughs> um, yep. So Appropriate. I just so. think maybe there's something with Futuro we can we can put on the thing later. But I, I thought that was a new thing that you just like added and I because I never noticed it before. But anyways, Alan, what is your last question? Yankee Eagle needs an ongoing. Does he? I that would so. Okay. Here's why. Okay. Yeah. I want there to be the inner struggle of Yankee Eagle of my wish came true. This is perfect, but I have to make sure it stays that way. 
Like, I have to stay mm. perfect. I have to make sure that no one catches on. Like, he's living with this guilt because he was not rewritten. Everything else was, but he wasn't. So, no, he didn't kill those people. Literally. There is, he did not do that. That act did not happen, but he remembers doing it. And he remembers that guilt and he remembers that. And I think that could be some interesting storytelling of having ostensibly a villain telling himself that he's not going to be a villain anymore. It's kind of almost superior Spider-Man. I... Do you get where I'm going? Yeah, I I don't think this is an ongoing though. I think this is a mini series at the most, like because I can't because like I I I think that I think that there's a lot of interesting stuff to like mine from that of like Yankee Eagle is uh, a a card carrying mass murderer, but no, he's not because it never happened. And to him, like I feel like it like. He could easily just like in a in a slightly sociopathic way just be like, no, it never happened. I didn't kill anybody. They're all back to life. Like no, mm-hmm. no harm, no foul. Um, and so I don't, I don't I don't know if that would need its own story or if like him trying to like prevent things would just be like him showing up in other people's books and like helping them. But like I just I feel like it's odd that we put a lot of emphasis on Yankee Eagle and then we and don't then give him any spotlight. There's nothing. He doesn't appear again. Well, what he's, we said in, was that the Conclave, Conclave books were his books. Well, yeah. right. But you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm I, overthinking it. No, I don't think you're. I don't think that's what it is. Like he's an interesting character to. I explore. think there's something to do there. I just don't know. Like, like if we give it him ongoing, that's like beating that drum too much. Yeah, like because how like how long? Do, it, it's like the um the. I don't know. It was a Captain America book a couple years ago where, like, he was in Hydra and then, no, he wasn't, even though they said that wasn't a psych. I feel like it's kind of like that thing. Like, I don't want to I don't want to follow this guy who is like a sociopath being like, I didn't kill anybody. It's fine for for too long. I think maybe like a cool one shot, like that could be like a really interesting one shot. Um, But maybe even do something in like a psychic mindscape type of a deal. Like, I, so I like the idea that if he is sociopathic, I want because like he doesn't think he's he did anything wrong because he undid right. it. You know, it's yeah. very hard for me to put into words because on the one hand he doesn't think he did anything wrong, but on the other hand he knows that he made the wish because he did because he did do wrong. it. I like I think that's so worth exploring. Does he yeah. lock that part of himself away and then he's just like I am Yankee Eagle now and everything's cool because I have shoved that part of me down into the deepest recesses of the world. I think at the very least for this for this like era of the of the conclave Ura. comic line yeah the the whole the whole deal I think him being fully like I didn't do anything bad no one is dead from me anymore no harm no foul I didn't even kill Atlas I just wished him away cuz maybe he doesn't know that he's Chronopticon but he like they look kind of the same and he's like ah fuck okay yeah <laughs> but like Atlas has, like, so much weird, like, mystical power and, like, connection to the Crucible built up that it's, like, we couldn't get rid of him. We kind of changed him. That's going to be a different problem later. But I think having Yankee Eagle be, like, like a nice one-shot of exploring, like, him being just, like, fully okay with what he did. And then, like, uh, like a year or two down the line or, like, you know, farther down the line, we have him be, like, 
like just break all of us, you know, like or, like something or when breaks the rest him down of the eventually. Conclave confront him and say, yeah. "Hey, we we're remembering some funny things. We need to talk." Yeah, there could even be like a thing where he's like. I don't remember doing any of that. Maybe maybe not remembering that was part of my wish. And they're like, oh, shit, that would make a lot of sense. And then, like, they turn around. He's like, got him. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> right. Like, just to, like, uh, move it forward job. a little bit. But, yeah. all right, we got to let's let's speed run the rest of these uh, these these single these singles, these ongoings. So I think right off the bat, Phantom Sphinx is let him just keep doing what he's doing. Undersea is off having exile adventures. Phantom, Phantom Sphinx, doing. by the way, is. Um, is saving gods still saving yeah different gods yes okay um and i would also say maybe we don't worry about miss fury right now right because we did a lot with her maybe she and dollman or like i also like the idea that maybe some of them have team-up books instead of instead of individuals yeah if yeah we could yeah combine a couple of them like uh or or just have like uh, a line of team ups and like whoever mm-hmm. doesn't get a book just has a team up. We yeah we get that's that's the thing we can think about later. Yeah. I do think Miss Fury should meet Tomboy at some point, but because they're oh, sort of similar, obviously. but yeah, obviously. Um, so I I think the ones we really need to look at are Liberty because all we did was describe her powers. So I yeah. like the idea <laughs> of we had mentioned it during the 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 stuff with um the galaxy q7 invaders of researching how to extend her field essentially like her energy pool um what if she and this is going to sound weird because she draws stuff from the statue of liberty but what if instead of america it's the concept of liberty it's freedom. Her power is tied to freedom and liberty. So where yeah. there is freedom and where there is the concept of freedom to be fought for, I she still has access to her powers. I think that's a really good like Yeah, didn't we call it that at some point? Just I like, think I think she's powered by like freedonium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah freedonium or something. Yeah. Oh. Um, I I know you mean that. Oh, I, so I think that is a really cool I don't know if that should be like yet but I think I think um maybe this book is her like trying to figure out how to do that by whatever the story ends up being like it's right it's her she was like, fig- yeah these were space invaders I didn't I can do I, nothing I ride yeah. on the Statue of Liberty what do I do well she also has like a regular power suit and stuff right. and she's she's powered by the the freedom network in Brooklyn and but like she she can go somewhere she just can't like use all of her power to like the most effectiveness but right. like if there is if there is a moment like five events down the line where she like frees several planets and just all the fredonium gets injected into her and she is like a unto a god she she becomes the 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 avatar of liberty freedom phoenix free phoenix phoenix you're trying too hard bud <laughs> that's that's i will say this phoenix. you did get somewhere I don't think it's. I don't know if it's good or not, but you dig it somewhere. Uh, no, I. Mm, mm. <laughs> well, we're not going to call I mean her that. Is, but... What I mean is, where Phoenix is an avatar of life and death, of, yeah. of birth and creation and destruction. She is the avatar. The avatar of, of the freedom. Concept yeah. Of freedom. Yeah. 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 Seems Absolutely. Great. I. I. So what is. So what is this? This. So this story is her, like 
researching it and and like mm. obviously also fighting crime and stuff but like i don't pushing think so. the limits of her power i think she gets a little bit um opening of iron man movie where she basically she, she, gets oh, stranded she gets, like, somewhere she gets stranded mm. Ooh. i like that and, like I, she's got like all of her lot. tech skills so she can like build a suit but then she's right. got to like figure out if her powers can still work there and, yeah yeah, well, cause, no, well, so here's the thing about her power. Her power is just, like, knowing how to access the freedom energy field, whatever that means, right? Right, but she's got to be able to, like, make it an on-demand thing instead of yeah. an instinctual thing. I feel like this is—do you, do you know that part in um, in Iron Man 3 where he, like, invades the base and he has, like, one glove and, like, a goggle and, like, yeah. a taser? Mm-hmm. Like— that I feel like that is like the this era of of her book is and is trying to figure out how to like make that work but being stranded somewhere I really like that because at the I end have... she can maybe realize like oh like does her freedom whole is story... everywhere it's not just a it's not a you know localized yeah does her whole story happen at Christmas and does it look like it was a Shane Black movie uh, I mean that's literally Iron Man three so yeah. I don't think so <laughs> I feel like maybe I think not I did fine explosion um. <laughs> I have a stupid idea for Flame and Dollman. Cool. Yeah, hit me. Power swap. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. go on. Some, somehow, and I don't know how, but somehow their powers get swapped. Okay, so this, so just just to be clear, this is not Crucible related because that has no. already happened. That's in the past. This is this is just post Q seven. This is a team up book. Dollman and the Flame, or something switches like their it. power sets. I like and it. And they have to teach each other how to use their powers. And that so that and that this is like a lot of good stuff cuz like we have with the flame um like her power comes from the previous flame like she was like she's a mm-hmm. legacy character. Mm-hmm. And so like people can be like oh the flame's back the original flame and he's like no I'm new actually. <laughs> like <laughs> no, I'm a different guy. Um yeah, I like that. I I, like on the face of it, I don't think it should work because I like it their shouldn't. powers are so s- disparate and like they do not complement each other at all. But I feel like that would make for like a lot of interesting stuff. I think it makes it more interesting. Yeah, is the setup for this that they went on like, like they were like flirting during the last event book and they go on a date and it goes very badly and it goes poorly. Ooh, yes, I love what, that. Oh, Chess Chessmaster was a doll man uh, yes. villain. Yeah, so maybe maybe Chessmaster's behind it somehow and chess master's a woman now did we are we just yes, doing that chess master had a gender swap i like that um and and so she just maybe i don't know like how uh i don't know how this would play but like what if it's an accident <laughs> like like cuz i don't think i don't think chess master or maybe chess master could know who dollman is because she's like you know i think chess master of- probably knows but like like the Flash's Rogues Gallery doesn't care. Just like yeah, no, it just that, it doesn't matter. The identity yeah. of the hero is less interesting to me than what we can do. Yeah. So maybe maybe she's just like I'm doing a thing here and like oops, wait, is that Dollman who's he with? And then like she does a thing and like to like get rid of his powers but it to like swap it with someone else but th- not thinking well, that no, the flame I, has I, any power. I like the idea of she comes up with a way to basically push the powers out of Dollman, and the idea is that once the powers are pushed, they just evaporate. 
But what happens is the push goes into flame and then the Pushes push from hers flame <laughs> goes into doll yeah. man. And so their powers get pushed that way. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I like it. And I think I think that's like an arc or two and then they can figure out how to switch back, but we can still keep the ongoing and make it like sort of like a fun romance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ant-Man yeah. and Wasp kind of deal. I like it. Yeah, which are because some of the my flame, favorite Marvel movies. <laughs> the Flame yeah. is absolutely the more capable of the two. Like, Doll oh, Man yeah. seems a lot like a million percent. Like, well, she's doing things with Doll Man's powers that he had never considered. Yeah, and because, like, with because like she's newer at being a superhero than Doll Man because she's a legacy. But like, she's just like, oh, like, what if I do this? Oh, can I do? Can I grow? Can you grow? He's like, I don't, I can't grow. Don't and she's know. like, what if I, I try growing? And she's like, fifty feet tall. She's like, you can grow. Did you know you could grow with these? You just gotta uh, think about it left instead of right. Got, yeah, it's, it's exactly. It's just it's just upside down. And, and maybe he can do some similar things. Maybe he unlocks like blue flame. Like it, it can yeah. increase the intensity of the fire. Like I th- I think that could play really interesting. Yeah, we can do some, we can do some really interesting stuff with that. I like that a lot. Um, okay, do we want Moon Girl to have a new story? Because her last story was just the events of the game made into a comic book. Right. I feel like we can continue those. I do not feel like she has mm-hmm. like completed. Yeah. Um, it was a she long game. Beat the Dracula mayor. I still haven't listened to that episode again. I dread that audio. It, honestly, Matt, it's not that bad. I listened okay. to it again uh, recently, not with this, not with this one, but relatively recently. And it's not that bad. It's okay. a little, it's a little crispy. It's not terrible. I'll give it a new listen next year. Um, yeah. Then before we, Alan, okay, two mm-hmm. things before we peace out. Alan, anything else you wanted to hit on this go-round? No, but um, a la James Bond, um, the what? League of Friends who do justice together with friendship and love will return. Cool. Then before we Nothing peace it. out of this one, we have some stuff from our Discord. We do. Woo! That uh, y'all can go to our pin tweet at RebootCast on Twitter, and y'all should be able to hop into our Discord that way. There are some special areas set aside for our patrons, yeah. which you can also hit us up on. Um, but we had some questions. Jake poked our audience, uh, which is how we got uh, Tomboy, which is amazing. Thank you. The, char- yes. the character find of 2022. It's Thank early. You, also, just real quick. Um, yes, we know Winnie the Pooh is public domain. Yes, we'll be we doing mm-hmm. stuff with that. Very uh, much so. Very excited about Winnie the Pooh. Uh, just yes. the first book, but that's enough of it. There's a uh, there's enough there. Can't have a someone, red shirt on. Can yeah. be a naked bear with honey. So, so you know. someone on Twitter to just a few seconds ago was just like, "Artist, if if bear wears red shirt, artist beware. If bear is nude." Everything's fair. It's great. Um, so we had some questions here for for this. Uh, Edge of my Pete asked, uh, "Fat man, human flying saucer was previously rejected for this reboot. Uh, any further thought given to bringing him in as a hero or villain?" Fuck Fat Man. I don't think fuck it Fat feels, Man. I don't. It feels fat phobic. Like it, it feels, feels mean. Mean. That's I, that's the word I wanted. It feels mean. I think if we changed his name. To just like the human flying saucer, H- uh, yeah, I was gonna say HFO, human flying object. Like, I love that's, that. Yeah, that's not bad. Like, he can still be like a bigger dude, but like calling him Fat Man is it would be like calling Superman Blue Man, you know, like because he has a blue because <laughs> he's mostly blue, right? Like, it just except meaner because it's fat phobic. Uh, but like, right. I, I feel like we could do something with him, and I and I. I think changing his name and putting him back on the table is is definitely something we could do next. The, the next only season. other thing that we would need to be aware of with HFO is that we don't need to extend into blob territory. 
Um, because I, no. I feel like X Men has almost rightfully started to phase out the Blob because it's not, I, it's not cute. Um, yeah, I, I think the problem with it, and this is a kind of, I mean, it, Marvel's problems are deep and varied, numerous. Uh, but I think the problem well with, documented. Yeah, I think the problem with the Blob specifically is that he started as a fat joke, and then every time they've like come away from it. Like that doesn't stick because nothing sticks for any character in Marvel because like as soon as someone else takes over or a new status editor quo. gets their hands exactly. on them, they either reset to the status quo or they go like, now you do what I want to do, you know, and like, so like every time like the blob like makes some progress, they always like, like pull it back. But I feel like, can, hey, how many fat superheroes can you name? I can name one. Blob uh, and there was that uh, other one, that independent one. Um, face. Uh, yeah. Face. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's not great. Nope, <laughs> That's not no. great news. Um, so we I could, think we could. I think we could do something with HFO that would that would be... sand off the gross bits that were built into that one that put him in yeah, that which, one book. I mean, yeah, and I think yeah. I think that's why we we League of Regrettable Superheroes. That's the one. I think that's, John. <laughs> I think that's why we backed away was because it was kind of it just felt gross. Um, yeah, but I do like I do like reconsidering. Okay. Yeah. So so next we'll put him on the docket for next season, and we will. Uh, uh, someone make a note. I that, did. Okay, you did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. So Edge of My Pete has two more questions, and then we have two more from Not Julia One Hundred One. Uh, I hear that is Not Julia. <gasps> oh, could oh, be anyone. Okay. I tell you, it isn't. Yeah. Who knows? Isn't Julia. Who can? Who can who's, say? Who's to uh, say? Do we learn how Yankee Eagle received his powers post Crucible when it no longer cost the lives of his parents? Time baby, paradox, free wish. Yeah, yeah, I think paradox, mm-hmm. free wish. But I think maybe in the one shot we can we can like talk it. about his new origin and 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 you know during like a lot of the him like not reconciling but just like being like no I'm great still I did a great thing you know my parents well, are back he, all these people aren't dead you know and then like here's my new origin. But he also has to like learn his new origin because for everyone else that's fact. His new origin is the only origin. But that's, for him, it's that's a not. good hook for this like miniseries. Actually, I think yeah. I think that's the hook is him learning about him what's new because because he is he is just like affected by it, but not the but he's not white touched. part. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, there we figured out the Yankee Eagle miniseries. Now now there we, we have a, now we have a touchstone. All right, sweet. Uh, uh, the, the last just, one. Oh, yeah, do you have go ahead. I just I'm making a note about Yankee Eagle. Okay, dope. Uh, the last one from Edge of My Pete. Uh, do any of the heroes or villains switch sides because they're Crucible concerning how they were overwritten? Um, I think that uh, that is a thing we can go into in some other people's books. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, because we didn't really talk about it, but like the idea of doing their origins again, like I don't think it would make sense at the the way we have structured it, but I do think we can do stuff where like it's new to the reader. And to them, but also it's old to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we can we can like rewind that. Um, and I think I think there's some like villains are now heroes, heroes are now villains. We can look through that and be like, who? Because like here's a, here's another trick about a lot of these like public domain villains is like some of them come off pretty sympathetic now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because like yeah, you know, then back then the it's like this guy Nazis. Yeah, it's like this guy pretty was much. poor. And so now he's a criminal. It's like, well, that's that's systemic. That's not his problem. Hold on a minute, like and doing fixing stuff like that. I think I think we could do. Heck uh, yeah. Maybe maybe that'll be a, a, a next 
season. But then also, you know, we we are already kind of addressing that a little bit in that in some of the books, like um, genders are going to be swapped. Um, Char- yeah, characters are, are just, just different. They're just yeah. different. Maybe maybe just even having different code names and, and different things, but treat yeah. it as though that's what it's always been because in this reality, it is. Hey, Matt, do me, do me a flavor while you're writing stuff down. Yeah, what's up? Can you just write down superfluous? Uh, where, where? Just as just under the Yankee Eagle miniseries thing. Oh, just good. um, so superfluous is an idea I had for an RPG campaign uh, about superheroes, but it would work better for this because we're already here. Um, because the Crucible is taken from that idea as well. Right. Um, and superfluous is a bunch of sidekicks who no longer have heroes to be sidekicks to. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. that. Um, and and. So there's like we can just find some sidekicks, erase their heroes, and be like, now they are the heroes, but they're sidekicks, you know? Right. And then this... maybe that's where we, we can we can have Tomboy lead them to be like, I'm gonna teach you how to be real heroes, since apparently you don't know how. <laughs> since you idiots can't get by, yeah. uh, I'll be your hero. I'm your new mom. I'm your new hero. I'm your new mom. <laughs> Welcome to uh... Boy Squad. <laughs> I'm your mom. All of you change your name to whatever it was plus boy. Let's go. <laughs> it has to uh... have boy in it now. Uh, so we've actually kind of touched on both of not Julia's questions. Um, first one, what are the consequences for being overwritten due to the crucible? Are there lingering effects like personality traits or impulses? They otherwise wouldn't have had making themselves known. And the second one, are there any heroes and villains who lost their powers and are now unable to gain them because of the crucible? Or is there anyone who has gained superpowers who wouldn't have had them otherwise? And how do people change that? That's kind of what I was thinking ultimately with Tomboy was they were a hero that wasn't a hero, but now is. Um, I love the idea of, you know, maybe even, you know, we could do that with. I'm looking. Um, We could do that with maybe. I don't want to do it with Miss Fury. We, We could have done it with one of our major heroes of they're not a. They're not super anymore. Well, we kind of did. We kind of did that with Miss Fury, didn't we? Because a little bit. Because she, well, she doesn't. She, she no gives longer up uses the, the lion skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she just, she have, just gets angry. <laughs> we have a heap of people still that we can do this, like Last yeah. Lightning, I th- Amazona, Jewel, Adoman. Who we Adoman? I, can you can, write da- write down heroes or villains without powers or people without power? Just write. Just make a note of that because I think that's really interesting, and I would like to talk about that next time, and I will okay. forget. Until I listen to this episode in a year, mm-hmm. um, so or eleven months, preferably. <laughs> this yes. is a little bit late. Um, uh, but yeah, I really like that idea because there. It's, okay, so there's if anyone has heard of the um, comic series Astro City, it is uh, Greg Busick's like or Greg. Cra- I think Greg. Greg Busick. I think Craig. I don't know. Now Kurt, I don't know. Kurt now Busick. It's Kurt Busick. Who oh. I feel like I just had an aphasia. Kurt Busick. It's his like superhero. And it's a lot of it is like uh, parallels and love letters to things. And there's there's a story called The Nearness of You, which is about a guy who's uh, who's the love of his life was lost in a reboot, basically. Um, and it is one of the best comic stories of all time. <laughs> um, even if you've never read any other Astro City, you in knowing that that's the premise, you can go read the book and be satisfied. Also love that it's um, uh, volume two, number one half. Yeah, because it's like a, it takes place before some others. I haven't read a lot of it, but I did read this um, basically just after hearing about it. I was like, I got to see that. And I think uh, we got to like not ape that entirely, but it is also sort of 
the entire premise of the conclave um just like writ large but yeah it that that's just like kind of a touchstone like a like a uh inspirational touchstone um so yeah uh any any other questions or was that all of them uh that was all the ones we got for the superheroes we have a couple more for the thank you for your questions yeah yeah thank you if you want to be able to ask us questions get on our discord get on the discord uh, so, uh, that kind of wraps us up on this episode. Uh, we are immediately going to roll like fools into, mm-hmm. uh, the pulp space opera episode yep. that you're not going to hear immediately next, probably in like a week or two. Yeah. But still this month. Soon. Soonish. Soon. Soon. It mm-hmm. will be this month. We're getting back on track. We're going to, God dang it. And then we're going to have a t-shirt with a horse and a space helmet on. Ah, hell yeah. And then we'll put out a blue version with a horse and a diving bell helmet. <gasps> now, hold on. That's a joke, but we're doing it. So I don't know what you want from me. Um, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. How, how many different horses and different helmets can we make? Yeah. Is that just all of our merch now is horses with hats? I mean, this, look, probably. This is the most, no, that's not true. It is one of the most proud things I've ever been a part of in a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Stay so, tuned. Yeah, folks. keep Stay an tuned. eye out for, for merch from Hard Reboot. We'll talk about it more when it happens, I'm sure. Um, but until then, I've been Matt. I've been Jake. And I've been Alan. We can just go. We can just walk out the door. New Year, New Year. You don't have to. You know. New Year, New You, Alan. I think. I think. You can make a change. I think you've been rebooted, but I'm not sure. It's almost as though it happened to somebody else. It's almost like a Deja Vu 52 that we were rebooted. (laughs) Deja Vu been rebooted. Deja Vu been rebooted. Been Deja Vu booted? Deja Vu-ed? Is any of this making it to air? You can find us on Twitter at RebootCast or email us hardreboot at fifthdraw.com. Alan Sells can be found at Alan underscore Sells on Twitter. Matt Hoadley can be found at Matt Hoadley. And Jake Mason can be found at JJ underscore Mason. Hard Reboot is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org. Thank you.